T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I think we just got to pull back the curtain here a little bit. The Carlos Correa introductory press conference was scheduled for 11.30 today, so I have a feeling that's where our esteemed writer is. That's where Lavelle... E. Neal the third oh, is. Oh, sure. And it was delayed He's... because of the FAA computer glitch, apparently. Oh, that's right. That screwed everything up. I know Beth's plane from Atlanta finally took off, so the, she had to, she was like a two-hour delay. Yeah, I woke up to that, and I was like, because oh, the first thing I hear is all-nation ground stop, and I'm like, oh, no. Right. And then it was like, oh, it's just a technical glitch. Yeah, these technical glitches uh, seem like something you would want to shore up as a as a – yeah, daughter of an electrical engineer just seems like a good idea. What would your it's, dad say if you were brought in to fix the problem? Are you kidding? Installation of like of overarching software is one of corporations like biggest. That's that's one of many large corporations' biggest hurdles. No, I was hoping for a Papa Rahimi impersonation. Installation of SAP software and all overarching software is a big problem. <laughs> now I want Harold's. Well, I mean. Wait for your lunch later. Well, I mean, it's right It's right near the boy, right? You could literally go pick up the boy and you could both get some Heralds. Yeah, it's usually overrun with Jones students right after and school. The though. chicken and I could cook students. is better. And Columbia students. My dad would yeah. say he could cook better chicken. Better fried chicken? I don't know. He thinks oh. he can do everything better than I mean, I, I'd be willing to try it. Hell yeah. Uh, so here are some quotes from the Carlos Correa press conference, which is, which is you know, underway a little later, I think, than it was supposed to be. Okay. From our friend Dan Hayes. Oh, we like Dan Hayes. Carlos Correa. Kylo is going to grow up Minnesota nice. Is that good? Minnesota nice is very passive aggressive. Yeah. Correcto. One thing I learned through the process is doctors have differences of opinions. That's true. They have differences of opinions. so do lawyers. Yep. The doctors can say one thing, lawyers can say another thing, and I, I, I do, I do think there's there is a conversation to be had here that we were having off the air. Our, our buddy Bill on Capitol Hill sent in a text noting that this idea of value and guarding against wear and tear, a lot of this goes back to what Jerry Reinsdorf pioneered. Where think about how controversial the Frank Thomas diminished skills clause was. And now that's just considered good business. I mean, also, couldn't we, if, if we're talking about Reinsdorf, couldn't we throw in the Scottie Pippen extension in there too? 
Yes. Although Reisdorf came out on the record and talked about that in a way that made it sound like it wasn't a good deal for Scotty. Yeah, but he my said, don't sign it. But my my thing is, if you don't want him to sign it, then don't offer it to him. Well, there's said, always that. He said, I'll offer it to you. He said, don't. He basically told him, if you're going to be mad about it later, don't sign it. Lavelle Neal's last tweet is one that I have a lot of questions about. Quote, areas of freezing fog, end quote. What the heck does that mean? Yeah, I'd like to know too, Lavelle. Thank well, you for that. This has been definitely an, an interesting fall slash winter weather cycle where you're learning all sorts of stuff in different terms. And and isn't it gonna isn't the high today going to be 53? It's going to be something crazy. Like, go outside and enjoy it. I and got out and had, got a walk in this morning. I was feeling pretty good. Okay, so here was my idea, though. Oh, sorry. No, no, we're all throwing stuff out there right now. I just want Harold's. Did you see this Miami Heat record that happened last night? The 40 free throws? That is insane. And and Spolstra claims he didn't know. Come on. He knows everything. Right. He knew. All I know is that Max Struess was getting loose. Good player. Man, he's an excellent fit on that team. There were two NBA players that started playoff games on the same college basketball team, and that team never was above 500. That's amazing. That's that's worse than, like, the Dale Brown LSU <sighs> stuff. It's like, well, who was on your team, Dale? Well, Shaquille O'Neal, Stanley Roberts, <laughs> and, and Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Chris Jackson back yes. then, right? To this all, day, the Kendall's team? greatest nemesis. Really? You didn't know about this? I did not know this. Did oh, you know this? Great player, completely ahead of Chris his time. Chris Jackson was his nemesis. Oh, my word. Ask Kendall Gill. Also, he, he sent me a graphic to talk to you about, Dan. Well, since we have an open oh, session. Yeah. Was that what I sent Jason? Hey, Go Mike, uh, just call Kendall. I don't know because Kendall has a beef to pick with you, and he actually <laughs> wants me to set up a segment Does it have to you. do with his brown sweater? No, it Uh-oh. most certainly no. has to do with LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Oh, Mike, don't, don't text me. I don't have a phone. Don't get me started on that. I thought he'd be. I thought that maybe Goff sold me out. No, I sold you when out because I, I, I sent a text when he when when Kendall was rocking the the brown sweater thing on the set, and I just I like, hey Jay, you know he he looks like Fred McMurray there. So that I, I attached a picture of Fred McMurray, and I said, that's the official uniform of the Michael is better than LeBron crowd. <laughs> well, Kendall, Kendall. Oh, you want oh. Kendall is a happy dad oh. now. Kendall said, all right, let me send you this His son's name Phoenix? Uh, yeah, right? and Coda, and they are doing great. Yeah, they're yeah. doing really well. Yeah, all right, I'm just, right? Kendall just ball? goes, send this to Dan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> T- text Kendall, give him the secret number, and tell him to call us. I don't know our secret number. What do you mean? Let me yeah, send this to Dan. about right. That's about right. Wow. Here, I'll write down the secret number, and then you can just text it to Wait, Kendall. Wait, because we got to ask Kendall. Like, we do have to ask him about Mahmoud abdul Rauf. That's what I'm But saying. here's the thing. If it makes him feel any better, I know Kendall was a great defensive player, led the league in steals one year. Nobody could guard uh, Chris Jackson. That's Nobody. what he was saying. Nobody mean, he could was... guard that dude. And, and if he and if, and if he had come along, if Rauf if Rauf The last come time I did this, Ozzy challenged John Heyman to a fight. I'm sorry. No, that's what we want. I'm you're, listening you're to you. You're instigating is what you're doing. I'm not. Yeah, I are. just, we're producing on the fly. That's what this is called. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You get to have a little bit of fun Don't here. Don't you remember that, though? The last time we did this, Ozzy oh, was challenging please. people to fight. I'm glad that he did. Look, this is, hey, this is fine. do you but want this, to call in right now to talk no, about this I, graphic? No, and just ask him to call in. Right? No, but this, this is what's so lame. It's not lame. lame. It's not about the, the what each has accomplished in the trophies. It's 
you can't, one thing, one thing that Jordan was better at than LeBron in basketball. That's what stymies all these arguments. This LeBron's is, this better is be the best at everything. Ever, He's but... better at everything. Better rebounder, better shooter, better passer. Here's our better number. defender. I would I would say late Jordan was still a better on the ball defender than late LeBron. But not at five positions. His argument is the fact of the winning percentages once you're in the finals. That's I think that but I that's think that's a that different argument. The than last couple better. of years we've seen LeBron be like, I don't really want to play. So this. I just thirty-eight. Jordan was already what long did, gone. What did I? I just yeah. said late Jordan better on the ball defender than late LeBron. I but, just but said, late hey, LeBron is later. Do you want to I'm call sure. in right now to talk to Dan about this graphic and I've, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf? I've seen that graphic a million times. That's the oldest thing. That, that, that's that's that's, the, that's, that's like, actually the argument. That's that is really rent. the crux of that, it. That, that, that's minor league Twitter troll stuff. Someone suggested that Jim Boylan should do a Moo and Oink commercial. We got baby, baby, baby back ribs. We're, we, 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 we prepare for that. We prepare our chitterlings. <laughs> You need to because we, if you don't, we clean them with a garden hose. Everyone's going to get very sick if you don't, and probably are going to get sick even if you do. That's why you should never have them. Doesn't sound enjoyable. And actually, Lawrence. you were talking about who you you went to high school with. I went to high school with the owners of Moo and Oink. Get out of here! Yeah. See, that's you get a, get a whole little party going on. Yeah, you you got the Duchess Wa family. Who was the the uh, the Darvins? Darvin Furniture. The Bradleys. I want to say Schmutzy. Went to high school with the owners of Dispensa's Castle of Toys. Wait, Are you old what? enough to remember that? No. Those commercials? Castle. Dispensa's Castle of Toys. It's a castle. Dispensa's <laughs> Castle of Toys. It's a toy store. Was o- it a castle? Oak, wait, come to Dispensa's Castle of Toys, Oak Brook Terrace, Illinois. And it was, it was, it was, it was like Mars Cheese Castle, but it was a cat. And, and, and Schmutzy's like, yes, I went to, I, went, I think it was, uh, uh, Bennett Academy, he went there with the dispenses. As much as I love Lavelle, this ended up being a better segment. No, it didn't. There's old, real serious old Chicago stuff going on here, right? You, know? you remember those commercials? It was on during Tom and Jerry. You'd come home and you'd watch Tom and Jerry, and it'd be one of the weird ones with the weird music that made you tired. I mean, there are a lot of things about the Tom and Jerry cartoons well, back not, then. No, 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 not the, I didn't, I not hated the ones that with, with, the, with the big old brown legs always walking with, by. With, with the, the mammy. Like yep, that, uh-huh. there was the, and then they Patty changed McDaniel. it, and then yeah. all of a sudden she was British and white. Yep. That's yeah. That's not that was like changing the the guns to walkie talkies in ET. Yeah, right. This is weird stuff that would go. Sometimes like you go back over the cartoons, you're like, huh? They were really they were really doing a lot in I, these cartoons. I wouldn't want to be a part of this segment either, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he said? No, I'm oh, just saying okay. that would be a great answer. I'm not. I come up and I'm, I'm not following this stupid. Oh no, we, we lost a TNT Bulls game. What? Oh. Wait, it has to be a home Bulls game. Wait, they, say, January 26th against the Hornets. Was that a home Bulls game? Well, I think that's probably more on the Hornets than it is on the Bulls, though, right? It doesn't matter. Like, TNT Bulls. Oh, no, no. February 16th. February 16th is the return of TNT Bulls. This is very important. Who were they, who are they playing on February 16th? Well, about that. The Bucks. Oh, yeah. I can't get past Jim, Jim Boylan for Moo and Oink. TNT Bulls streaks oh, we, it to 20 oh, straight. We forgot to. You we need forgot 50 to. pounds of rib tips? I'm Jim Boylan. <laughs> I have my pants. Um, Prepare the child for the road. 
We forgot to tell Layla about our Luke Cornette conversation yesterday. Yeah, guys, I was working. What happened? We were talking about Luke Cornette and how he's doing this thing. I don't know if you've noticed. Where oh, the... Yeah, it doesn't matter if he's guarding the guy that's shooting the three or how far away he is from the guy that's shooting the three, that he's still jumping into his sight line. Verticality. It's, it's that whole, if you put your hands up, you're defending the shot. Yeah. And I was saying how much you reminded me of Robert Ord. <laughs> okay. For the record, that had a reason it was said. I because know. all of us wanted to know why he was getting more minutes than Daniel Gafford. Speaking of. Bulls, Washington. Yeah, and up, it didn't, Coming up shortly. And it didn't make any sense. And so finally, he throws that out there in practice in front of many microphones. And I, that's why I made sure that I quoted it verbatim. I just loved the look on your face when you said it. There's another complicit party in this. Who? And that man's going to Paris next week. Stacy. And I'm not getting him kicked off the plane. No, not Stacy. Oh, oh, I know. Mark Brady. <laughs> yes. Why'd you have to say his name? Here you are talking about snitching and you just go against your own. Hey, Mark Brady, one, one he of the- should never be you don't have to worry. That's like the most powerful man in the world. I would say one of the most underrated individuals in all of sports I media agree in Chicago. With you. 100%. One of the single most underappreciated, important, underrated. I got, I got a people. list. And the list is, is is Mark and it's Tony Shoot. Dave Turner, maybe also as a as a director. Mark is like a freaking kingmaker, and he's hilarious. But you guys, you guys didn't have to say his name like that. We're not trying to get Mark kicked off the plane to Paris. We talked about the half that Luke Cornett had is wearing out in the third quarter, and believe it or not, Jim Boylan said that he reminds him of Robert Ory. That was something that Boylan brought up yesterday at practice. Neil and Stacy, of course, Boylan spent time as an assistant with the Rockets. And he said Ori was one of the first guys who could rim protect at a high level and make threes. We all know Robert Ori could shoot a three. Luke Cornett with one made three tonight, but that's the idea. He said Luke Cornett has rim protection, block shots, and he liked how he guarded Giannis and Tedekumpo in the first half against the box gentlemen. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then I think in the clip, Ori loses his, or uh, Cornett loses his man defensively. The like behind, behind, <laughs> like while you guys are talking, and there's and a cornet so beat like, on Luke screen Cornette roll. Is, Luke Cornette is such a nice person. And he, he did was, you do like, like a feature on his mom or I didn't. I used Tracy. to watch his mom give the news. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah she's she like was the like Allison my Rosati of, of Dallas, right? One of them. Yeah, she was my mom's like favorite anchor. And here we are and, just, just and his throwing dad, the family his, under the bus. And his dad, Frank, was a, was a mainstay of the Fort Wayne Fury back in the day. And a mathematician. No, that's different. With Dan V. Swanson's dad. So the 847 says, Dan, could you expand on the old music that makes you tired on the time? Yeah, the Tom and Jerry weird ones. You know what I'm talking about. It was like them in ancient Rome. And there's no, it's just the, this strange music. There was a there were a series of Tom and Jerry cartoons that were just bizarre. What? And they, no, you know what I'm talking about. I don't because I thought the whole series was weird. Mike Rankin has never watched Tom on. and Jerry cartoons. You come up, you come up from school and Tom and Jerry be on and you'd watch and, and you and then it was just like Hanna Barbera, right? Part no, of I don't no. think so. I I'm telling you, that's a different era for us, Rankin. If it is for me, it 100% is for you. Well, I definitely watched Here, the, Tom and Jerry. The 773 says the weird Tom and Jerry's were outsourced from Germany. 
See, oh. that would make sense where, where if you just sent it away somewhere and said, do like a, a, a simulacrum of a Tom and Jerry cartoon and send it back and then we'll run it. And I don't know why there was like a, a strike or something where they're outsourcing them. But there, there are just there's a certain subset of Tom and Jerry's that would just kind of freak you out a little bit. And you still watched? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you did after school. What are you going to do? Yeah. You watch those and then you, you go. Watch, you watch cartoons. You I'm get like, a little... man, this racism is... <laughs> It's killing me. Like, it's even in it's even in here. It's up in here. And for the record, I mean, I know people. When I had my solo show, I went on a whole screed on this. For the record, Jerry was a player hater. Let's just keep it a hundred. Jerry was a player hater. Every single time, it didn't matter if Tom was out in the old west. It didn't matter if Tom was wearing a zoot suit. It didn't matter. Whenever Tom was trying to get his cool on, here come Jerry messing everything up. You want to know why he wanted to kill you? Because you was out here player hating. That's why and blocking. Every single time Tom got close to any good-looking cat, here come Jerry with some BS. That's why he's chasing you. That's why he wanted to mess you up. Because you were getting in the way of him. Like... It would be an episode, a woman would show up, and Tom would turn into the coolest mofo that you've ever seen in your life. And who messes it up for him? Every single time, it was Jerry. Every single damn time. Let the man have his fun every once in a while. Yeah. Here's the thing. If he's hanging out with the lady cat, you know what he's not doing? Chasing you. You should be trying to get that man some loving. But no, you're such a hater that you got to step in the way. And that's why you keep getting chased. And that's why I always rooted against Jerry's punk ass, because he's always getting in the way. And there's there's a theory that Tom was black and Jerry was white. (laughs) So (laughs) what? Talk to more black people about it. I'm telling you. I haven't heard that one yet. Tom's invited to the cookout is all I'm saying. And no matter what. Jerry is not invited to the cookout because he's a player hater. Can Texas, can you please back me up on this so I don't sound completely insane? I don't think you sound insane at all. Jerry was a player hater and Tom was probably a black guy. Oh, and then... This is all you two. You know how I feel about this. Get started. Uncle Pecos, another hater. I can't believe you guys like watched this cartoon forever. It sounds very frustrating. It's all that was on. You watched what was on. That's what was on. Why do you think you wake up on a damn like? Weren't there other channels that you could watch? No, no. Two five seven nine eleven thirty two forty four. You come downstairs. Oprah or something? No. You come down on a Sunday morning early and it's the damn magic door at Dusty's Treehouse and Hot Fudge and you like it. And you watch it because it's on. And it's bad. But you watch it anyway. We wonder why the generations are like this. Mike. But then it starts to kind of make sense. Jerry was a damn hater. And all of it's better than Herman and Catnip. Because if you caught that during the Casper, the, the, the friendly ghost and friends, and when Herman and Catnip would come on, and you say, oh, this is going to be like Tom and Jerry. You're like, oh, damn, this is just sadism. And then I learned later, listening to Al Jean and Mike Reese, that the that Itchy and Scratchy was not based on Tom and Jerry. Itchy and Scratchy was based on Herman and Catnip. 
Huh. Because Herman and Catnip was was just vile sadism. But for its for its own sake, with no other plot other than torture. But Bert and Ernie was based off of It's a Wonderful Life, right? The names are, not their relationship. Bert the cop and Ernie the taxi driver, and then you have Bert and Ernie. Yes, but just the names, not Okay. Not their, yeah, their that's another thing. lovely, wholesome every, relationship. That I have. love It's a Wonderful Life. I watch it every year. I choke up at the end. There's a couple of things, though. Do you realize that Bert, at the end, when when George is trying to figure out his life, and, and he's having he makes it back to, to Pottersville, and he's, like, totally whacked out, that Bert just starts shooting? Like, he punches him, right? Like, mm-hmm. he George punches Bert. And then Bert just indiscriminately starts shooting, like just into the crowd. It doesn't matter at all. I think he said, look out, and then just started firing shots into Pottersville. Watch that scene again. And I I love at the end when he finds him, when he finds him at the bridge, and George is like, man, I will hit your ass again. I will hit you again. Get out of here, Bert. I will hit you again. Sorry, I've had a lot of things I've wanted to talk about, and yeah, this I mean, it's, allowed me to talk about You it. know, there's this generation that's a little bit older than me who's like, we got left alone. And I'm like, was that necessarily a good thing? Not you know, like they brag about, they're like, yeah, we had to babysit us with the streetlight. Like these terrible kids. cartoons. Yeah, all we like, had to, oh. So you're normalizing abandonment, and this is the result, huh? All we had to babysit us. I would us, say it wasn't that much of a success. No, when we were younger on those afternoons, and do we, our babysitters were Mo Howard, Curly Howard, <laughs> Larry Fine, and Shemp Howard. Those were the babysitters. I'm, I had, look, I had Tom and Jerry cartoons, and then you had G.I. Joe and Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons uh, coming on. You had it good. And then the G.I. Joe cartoons were always weird because, like, oh, that plane blew up, but nobody died, and everyone jumps out and it parachutes out in every episode. Like, wait a minute, that missile hit him dead on. How did he, he parachuted out because they didn't want you to show anyone dying. And then, of course, in Transformers, the movie, spoiler alert, when Prime dies, it makes all of us weep. There, there's not a, a, a man Excuse nor. Excuse me? Th- there's not a man nor woman between the ages of 38 and 55 that didn't walk out of Transformers, the movie. When Prime died with a tear in their eye. I, I didn't watch Transformers. I'm sorry. What? I'm telling you. That was, that was a hard gonna, moment. I'm not watching it now. The Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces you never, of the Decepticons. Decepticon. So here's what happens. This like, is not okay we all me. We all knew that, that something was wrong, right? And then Prime dies. Not only does he die, he turns his head when he dies and turns gray. That was traumatizing for 12-year-old me. You guys watched the uh, Iron Giant? Ever seen that movie? Yes. Oh, man. See? What a film. I'm telling you. I'm not a fan of any of this. You, if you saw that movie and you didn't know what was going to happen because there weren't spoiler alerts back then, and you walked out and was like, wait, what? What do you mean Optimus Prime died? He can't die. He's Optimus Prime. And then the, him turning gray? Oh! Well, Bambi's mom wasn't supposed to get her head blown off yeah. either. That kind of catches you by surprise. I yeah. hate to say this, and this is going to sound horrible and insensitive. <laughs> but I'm from Texas, and we hunt the Bambi's deer, mom. deer are kind of a problem 
<laughs> what about Dumbo then? You, you, well, let's not talk about Dumbo. Who doesn't Dumbo. love elephants? Because there's all sorts of racism in Dumbo oh, are too. You kidding? Just staring you in the face. Yep. I, I never saw the Transformers movie. I didn't either. Oh, you, dear. No wonder I'm okay. Yeah. Kind of. I'm glad that you you didn't Ish. have to deal with that. But yeah. Man, that is that is terrible. Yeah. Uh oh. What? We just got a breaking text from the resident movie. Anthony Heron. Authority at the score. Big Ant Heron was like, you ain't a real man if you cry when Optimus Prime died. First of all, he quoted the line, you've got the touch, you've got the power. Yes, sir. He gets it. My sister and I can still get choked up to this day when we talk about Optimus Prime. Well, we can't say the rest of it. Can we? Yeah, you say it. Coming back to life. Yes. Although I kind of felt like that was unfair to Rodimus, who had risen up and gotten the Matrix and become Rodimus Prime. I just get choked up when I see Diana with a copper pot on his head. Guys, I really didn't know about the that's really what, That's when I get emotional. Is when the Webb Ford commercial come on. You know what? And all of this makes I have a as, copper pot on my head. All of this makes as much sense as the Carlos Correa contract saga. This segment mm-hmm. was better than anything we've done today. I... I can't see this Transformers movie. You got to watch it now. But I'm How just am telling I going to do that? I'm just telling you, it's, it's a probably, hard moment for all of us. You and can ev- probably and, only get it at like Blockbuster and in everyone, Portland. Everyone who is within the sound of my voice that is of a certain age can attest to it. It hurt bad. Bad. You sitting there in the movie like, I, this is not what my parents dropped me off at the movie for. This is not my beautiful house. Oh, I'm supposed to be out here watching Megatron the Soundwave get get the business handed to him. And three three one, you're fired. Voltron was awful. Hell no. Oh, you're stupid. What? Both versions of Voltron. There were two different Voltrons. There was Deep Space Voltron, and then there was the more terrestrial version of Voltron, which had a different color palette. And and both were excellent. Yeah, must be out your mind. Come yeah, on. see, that's. I feel like I was the uh, the generation that started to really just combine marketing and toys and cereal all at the same time. And since I'm assigning race to cartoon characters, Panthro was black too. Yeah, How about that. Yeah, Goff has always said that. What about them? He's always cats? said that Pan- it, was, it was the 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 grandfather from the Cosby Show was the voice of Panthro. Oh, really? How are we mm-hmm. feeling about Thundercats? Yeah. Hell yeah! I liked Thundercats. Thund- that was pretty fun. Thundercats, ho! Chitara, yeah, that that missed oh, me. That's that's one of those where you like, oh, I'm having I'm having feelings. Seven seven three. <laughs> Is it your first feelings? Like, the- Chitara, I don't was watch like, a lot of movies. I'm having some feelings, really, about things. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, what's up, Chitara? For me, that was Terry Gar as Inga in Young Frankenstein. I mean, I'm with you on the Terry Gar thing. I used when to she's see- doing the rolling hey. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, Bernadette Peters too. Hell yeah. I'm going to leave yard. you two alone. Just saying. Well, the algorithm. We're so Where late. That Peter's like 79. All we've done know. is be late today. Yeah, but I, I feel like we've we've gotten through some stuff. I think it's been good. I seriously hated Tom and Jerry. It was a very frustrating Why? cartoon to I watch. seriously hate Jerry because he's a damn player hater. I understand now what impact not having choices has has. <laughs> Left with he's a player with prior generation. Let, let, let's let's just be a hundred about this. Jerry the mouse was a playing hating Karen. That's what he was. But you're right. If 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 Tom was distracted by whatever eye candy is around it, he's putting it together, putting on his hair pomade, yes. and getting everything all set. Then maybe just you can go about your business yes. while that's happening. Yes. Uh, 
People are also asking for Son of Svengoolie. Well, obviously. That was different, though. That was Saturday nights. I don't, I mean, I'm just taking the Son of Svengoolie, JBTV. Like, yeah, that that's a whole di- Kung Fu uh, sun, Sunday, Samurai Sunday. It's all different. But coming home from school, it was the stuff that we're talking about. Yeah, it was, it was Little Rascals. It was a lot of Three Stooges. And then you get into some of the cartoons. And the other thing you're not talking about when you come home from school, Chicago Cubs baseball. That, that was on often. It was and bad. Sometimes messing with my calendar of watching Transformers and and G.I. Joe because the stupid Cubs game went late. Like See, good. for me, it was just like maybe I was sick or something, which was rare and had to stay home from school. And then it Price was the one. Right. No, it was the one o'clock Jerry Springer. Oh. <sighs> And like the peak of Jerry Springer. You know, I hosted a show. I'm talking with Jerry like Springer. 1999. Yeah. yeah, like two years ago or three years ago. Yeah, in, in 2019. What? Yeah. Afia needed someone to come and host the jam one morning. And she was like, Jerry Springer's going to be here. And I was like, like as a guest. And she's like, no, he's going to be with you. So, like, I hosted the show with Jerry Springer. Did you end it with Take Care of Yourself yeah, and he, Each Other? He did it. He was like, he was awesome. Awesome. And he's a baseball actually, he's, fan. He's super nice. He's awesome. Yeah. And a big time baseball fan. Yeah. I mean, there were other national hosts that were in the building that we were in the building of that weren't as nice and told you not to look at them if you were in an elevator with them. Ooh. Survey says back after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. This is one of those shows we submit to the Marconi people, right? Yeah, but the Jardinera company, not not no, the people yeah, who the do people the radio awards. We, we sent it to Marconi Jardinera. Dan, do they're, you have time to do your Pro Bowl thing? Do I, I don't. I'm going to save it for tomorrow. What? I don't get to hear about it. I, I got to look it up myself later at work. All right, then let me say this You'll quickly. probably do a segment on it. Since we didn't have a lot of time to talk about it, if you are someone who has been paying attention to the situation with the WWE, it has gotten very interesting. I do think that there's been a little bit of some clumsy reporting on the business aspect of it, on whether or not they are going to be in business with the Saudis. But Vince McMahon being back in charge and Stephanie McMahon uh, being resigning, going back to her leave of absence and resigning is really interesting. With the sovereign Saudi fund, like Live Golf? Yeah. That, that, that's not confirmed. That's just been... Some of the reporting out there, there's some people that speculated that part of the reason, along with not wanting her dad to be back in charge after he's paid out $12 million for some some 
um, really heinous activity on his part that that's the thing that she's like, I don't want to be associated with this anymore. I'm just going to go raise me and Triple H's kids and and go do that. But there's been it is a story that is worth continuing to watch. And I know that once Vince was reinstalled, like the stock price shot back up. But there's a lot of people in WWE that are upset that he is going to be a part of it for obvious reasons. And there are a lot of fans that are like the creatives have been better with Vince gone. So it's a whole thing. It's it's something to pay attention to. Okay. But I, I'm looking forward to the business people reporting on it more than the 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 kind of uh, the wrestling media reporting on it because I feel like they've jumped the gun in some of this. They might be right, but it feels a little clunky and clumsy to me. So we'll see. I uh, I did see the the. I don't know, what do you call it, a CEO shuffle? Is yeah. The whole, like, switcheroo happened? Well, well, Stephanie McMahon was kind of holding down the fort while Vince was exiled, and people were hoping that he'd just stay exiled because he's one of the worst human beings on the planet. And then he consolidated enough power with the board that they voted him back in as a CEO. She then promptly stepped down because she had been on a leave of absence. Like she wanted to kind of get away from the business in the first place. And it's, it's been in their family for what, three generations almost since its inception. Yeah. So I don't know, but it's Vince is an ugly, ugly person who's done ugly, ugly things. And the product's not great right now, but that seems to be a problem. Wrestling does that. It goes into peaks and valleys where it's it's really good for a while and then it's bad. And there isn't anyone that's really broken through over the last decade the way that you know it kind of ended with Batista breaking through. And now he's like an actual actor, unlike Rock and Cena, who are kind of just doing Rock and Cena and everything that they do. Anyway, so that's what's happening, and we need to take another break. But what? when we come back, yes. do you know the story of how White Mamba was named White Mamba? Scal? Mm-hmm. It's not just because he's white? I thought it was a, a play on the Kobe thing. It is, but it goes deeper than that. We will share that story from White Mamba's mouth next here on The Score. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Kobe's the black mamba and Scalabrini's the white mamba. Oh my goodness. Woo! Yeah, so I ran across this last night. I figured the two of you would appreciate it. I really like this thing that Kevin Garnett's doing on Showtime where he talks with, you know, Ex-players, a lot of the old Celtics. Good actor, too, Kevin Garnett. We're, we're talking about basketball players as actors. Yeah, those, not those, bad. No, pretty good. Not. I, I appreciate the, him wanting to be good at some of this stuff, but he had a conversation with Brian Scalabrini where they went through the etymology of him becoming the White Mamba. When you first heard somebody call you the White Mamba, what was you thinking? So the, the story behind that is... So, you know, Kobe had the shoes. Remember the commercial where he jumped over the car, him and Ronnie Turioff, yeah, right? Yeah, So, I love those shoes. I wear his shoes all the time. Mm. Anyways. I heard some very comfortable shoes. Yeah, they don't yeah. have all the bells and whistles. You know, they don't... It's, it's just a good shoe, right? Mm. So, you know, Nike ID, you can make those online and do whatever. So, I made one. They had mm. the snake skin. I made it white. I 
I put red bottoms on them because someone told me, I think it was maybe you or Derrick Rose, something about the red bottoms is like a thing, right? Was. <laughs> was yes. a thing, okay. You shout know, I have no idea. I just, I just listened to what people Kristen say. Chris, shout to Kristen Luke. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. So yeah. I put some red bottoms and put it white, and then I slapped him down on the table in front of Stacey King, who does my job for the Bulls. Yeah, and I yeah, said, yeah. man, white mom with 1.0s. I just grab him real quick, go to my seat. Next thing you know, we blow someone out. I had like, you know, six in the fourth quarter, and he called me a white mamba. I get back to Chicago, it's white mamba heads, white mamba shirts, white mamba everything. It happened like overnight, just like that. So I'm like, I'm going with it. I like that. You own it? Nah. You should own that. That's yours, Scott. <laughs> Can't nobody be the, it's only one white mamba. But you know, they say Diana Taurasi, who's, she's a oh, yeah, white, yeah, white yeah, mamba. Yeah. She's Even though if you go on Google and you type in white mamba and press enter, I'm going to show up. Like, she, Kobe certified her as a white mamba. Yeah, he did, right? So you can't really take that certification. Yo, I don't know if I can stamp it, no, 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 but no, no, I can no. use it. So there's the story. I, I, love, <laughs> I love it. I love Scal's line when people always, like, would at a, at a court somewhere would try to challenge him. And he, the way he phrases it is so true about real high-level professional athletes. He's like, listen, you can make fun of me all you want. He says, I'm closer to LeBron than you are to me. It's true. It's so true. And there's a version of that for any pro sport of that level. He's, he, you can say whatever you want, make fun of me for being the, on the end of the bench or I'm whatever. The goofy white guy. The goofy white guy who's the victory cigar. He said, I'm closer to LeBron than you are to me. I love the line about the red bottoms, too. Because that's a nod to Christian Louboutin shoes. He didn't know. Bloody shoes, right? Yes. Right. Very good, Dan. Still Very a thing. Good. Bodak yellow. I'm, I'm, uh... I'm impressed that you know He's that. expensive. We need to take a break. You want to know why? Why? Oh, yeah. Lovey Smith Beard is over there <laughs> in the production studio. Does he have it he today? Wear it every day at a different part of his body. And Spiegel is just carrying around half of Portillo's cake. So I guess we'll find out why both of those things are happening next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 